Welcome to a life-changing encounter with the Word of God presented to you by Reverend Bright Nkrumah, the senior pastor at the Kodesh Family Church, Bronx North. He is an anointed pastor and teacher of the Word of God, affecting many lives. Now, get ready to be transformed by this message. Wonderful. Awesome. All right, now let us bow our heads for a word of prayer. Father, we are grateful and thankful. We thank you for your grace that has found us in your house. We pray, Lord, that you give us of your Holy Spirit to lead us and to guide us. Spirit of God, we avail our hearts to you. I avail myself to you as a vessel. Fill me. You know my inadequacies. Fill me and have your way amongst us. In Jesus' name, amen. Clap your hands together for the Lord and please be seated. Wonderful. Well, today we are starting a new series of messages and it's a very interesting message. And we are sharing from one of our prophet's book, Those Who Are Proud those who are proud. You are not clapping. <laughs> wow. Are you angry? You don't like the message? I guess you will understand why we need a message like that. So, our message, our message today is humble yourself. Humble yourself. Amen. And we are taking it from the book, Those Who Are Proud. Hallelujah. Now, pride is the most deadly evil that afflicts the human race. Pride is a very deadly evil and dangerous evil that afflicts the human race. And pride is the main reason for all the conflicts and the confusion that is in our world today. It is all because of pride. Pride is the reason why there is war between Russia and Ukraine. Pride is the very reason why there was a world war. Hallelujah. Pride is the reason that this could have been a world war or can be a world war. Are you listening? Pride is always the reason. The Bible says, in Proverbs chapter 13 and verse 10. A very, very important scripture. And I want you to look at it closely. It says, Only by pride cometh contention. Only by pride cometh contention. Contention is argument, disagreement, fighting. What else? What else? Quarreling, quarreling, confusion, misunderstanding, discourse, tension. When you see these things happening, the Bible says the only reason why these things come about is a result of pride. Nothing else. When you see two people fighting, when you see two people strongly arguing and disagreeing 
and you see two people end up in a situation where they do not talk to each other any longer. Is there anyone here? You have someone that you don't talk to. Let me see by show of hands. Give me a wave. Give me a wave. Powerful. Wonderful. Anyone else? Powerful. Is there anyone else? Powerful. Any, here, no one. I, I, powerful. I was going to go here to find people. Powerful. Anyone else? There is someone in your life that you do not talk to. Let me see. One. One here. Anyone else? Powerful. How about here? Powerful. Here, nothing. No, there's no one in your life that you don't talk to. Wonderful. So the Bible says the only reason why you do not talk to that person is because of pride. It's because of pride. So even if there have been any moment in time that you did not talk to someone, you were not talking to someone, the reason is because of pride. Hallelujah. It's because of pride. He says, only by pride cometh contention. Only by pride comes disagreement. Only by pride comes not talking to someone. Only by pride. Nothing else. I didn't write the Bible. God is the one who says, only by pride comes contention. Hallelujah. So it is difficult to find any part of the world where you cannot find proud people. There is no such place that there are no proud people. People do not have to own anything to be proud. They don't have to be rich to be proud. There are poor people who are very proud. There are people who have nothing, but they are very proud. Amen. So people have to just exist in our world. You just have to be on earth and you'll be filled with pride. Hallelujah. Or people have to be just alive and healthy. And then they are filled with pride. When they are alive, there is pride in them. It is only by pride that children disobey parents and disagree with parents. It's only by pride. Only by pride that children fight among themselves. Amen. Have you seen toddlers fighting? Young children fighting is by pride. Only by pride comes contention. Hallelujah. So it means that all marital problems... All the problems that we have in the marriage that you find husband and wife quarreling and fighting is because of pride. It's because of pride. Hallelujah. The reason why bosses and their employers fight is because of pride. You find an employee and the supervisor fighting is because of pride. Amen. The reason why pastors fight among themselves is because of pride. The reason why people get angry and leave the church is because of pride. Only by pride comes a situation where we don't talk anymore. I don't call you anymore. I am angry because you didn't do this. I am angry because you didn't show me love. I am angry because I didn't receive this. I didn't get this. Are you listening? And the Bible says it is only by pride that someone even will make a statement like that. 
Amen. Wonderful. So today, this morning, or this afternoon, we are going to learn humble yourself. And turn with me to James chapter 4 and verse 10. James chapter 4 and verse 10. It says, humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and he shall lift you up. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and he shall lift you up. Amen. So, you see, one way of learning scriptures is also to reverse it. Do you understand? When you are doing your quiet time, one of the ways to learn scriptures is to reverse it, read the opposite of the scripture, read a negative version of the scripture, and when you do that, that is when you appreciate the, 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 the effect of the scripture, the effect of not doing it. Are you listening? Or you appreciate the warning from the scripture. When you read the opposite version, it, you also see the effect of God's word on a person. So the Bible says, humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord and he shall lift you up. So let us read it in the opposite version and say, it says, okay, so what is the opposite of hum, humble or humility? It's what? Pride or proud is the opposite. So it says, okay, so let's say be proud in the sight of the Lord. So now you ask, what will happen to you? What will happen? You see, when you read it like that, then you appreciate it. Be proud in the sight of the Lord. Because when you are not humble, you are what? You are proud. So the opposite of this scripture is be proud in the sight of the Lord and he shall, will 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 he lift you up? What would he do to you? He will bring you down. He will push you down. He will suppress you. Now the scripture is saying when you are humble, God lifts you up. And I don't see anyone who is here who does not want to be lifted up. Anyone who is working hard to go down in life. Is there anyone here like that? But the Bible is saying when you are working yourself up to go up and you humble yourself in the sight of the Lord, God lifts you up. Hallelujah. God lifts you up. It makes it easier to go up. Hallelujah. Lift up. Do you know lift? Have you gone in a lift before? What they call here an elevator. Other place they call lift. So if you are from such place, you appreciate what lift means. So lift means you, it will take you to the 120th floor without effort. You will just be there and then you will get to the 120th floor versus someone who works himself up by climbing the stairs. Do you see? So when God is lifting you up, you realize that you go to the 120th floor faster and easier than someone doing it himself or herself. That is elevation. You are being elevated. You stand, you are not doing anything, and you find yourself going up. 
That is how people come and they pass people and they go up quickly in life. But be proud in the sight of the Lord. As you are trying to go up, God actually takes you out of the elevator and push you down. <laughs> that is what it means. As you are trying to climb up by yourself with your pride, going up the escalator or going up the stairs, you find someone bringing you down. So every step you take, you find yourself going down again. That is when God is pushing you down. Hallelujah. So what really is pride? What is it? What is pride? And does it matter whether someone is humble or proud? I think it does. It really does matter. And we must humble ourselves before the Lord. We must live in a way that God considers to be humble. It says, be humble in the sight of the Lord. And the instruction is quite clear here. He says, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and not in the sight of man. It's in the sight of the Lord. Hallelujah. There is no point in trying to be humble or practicing humility that pleases man. That men say you are humble. So when people say you are humble, it does not matter. It is when God sees you as a humble person, that is when it matters. Because no man elevates you. God is the one who elevates you. Or you don't understand what I'm, saying, what I'm sharing with you. So humility is a virtue that is defined and described by God himself. Human beings define humility in many different ways. According to man, humility can mean someone who is quiet. You don't talk a lot. Do you see? I mean, you can have a child who does not speak back. You talk and the child doesn't speak back to you. And you may say that, as for this, my son, or as for this, my daughter, is a very humble child. <laughs> Do you see? But you'll be amazed when the child leaves your presence. The things that you will say in his mind and in his heart and his purposes. That I will not do any of these things that you are telling me. Wait until I leave here. You see, that, that, that behavior, that kind of behavior, you will not see. Now, when the child is away, the only person who sees that kind of talking and that kind of thinking and that kind of decision that the child makes, it is God. That is the one who will elevate you. And that is why the Bible says, you should humble yourself, not in the sight of man, but in the sight of God. <laughs> Hallelujah. In the sight of God. Amen. So humility matters. It is very important to us that we know what is pride and what is humility. Because the warnings that are that come with pride in the scriptures, they are quite frightening. They are so frightening that no one will like pride to be associated with us. Hallelujah. So, I want to give you some reasons why you should humble yourself. Reasons why you should humble yourself. Number one, I just want to go through some quick reasons why you should humble yourself. Number one, humble yourself because God resists proud people. God resists proud people. Hallelujah. 
James chapter 4 and verse 6, it says, But he giveth more grace. He giveth more grace. How many of you need grace? Grace is undeserved favor. You don't deserve it, but God will give you favor. Amen. He says, but he giveth more grace. Wherefore he saith, God resisteth the proud, but giveth grace unto the humble. God resists the proud, but he gives grace. He gives undeserved favor to people who are humble. When you are humble, you attract God's favor, though you don't even deserve it. Just the virtue of being humble, just being humble, you attract God's favor. God's, God calls you to have certain things that you don't deserve. God opens certain doors that you otherwise would never would have entered just because of you being humble. Hallelujah. So pride is so contrary to God that he has declared war on all those who are proud. Pride is very opposite to God. It is something that God cannot stand. So he declares war against anyone who has this virtue of pride. Hallelujah. When you become proud, God will become your enemy and he will oppose you in everything that you do. So I'm sharing with you to analyze yourself. Just the virtue of the, the, the state of you not talking to someone, I am telling you that there is pride in you. And because of that, God fights you in everything that you are doing. God opposes you. Hallelujah. People who have become proud often do not realize that God has begun to oppose them. And sometimes Christians rebuke the devil and we cast out the devil and we are fighting the devil, praying against the devil for things that God is doing to us. Are you listening? Just because you are proud, God is opposing you. And if you are doing something, you are working on something, and you feel resistance, opposition. Because sometimes God can set up people to fight you. God can set up your boss to fight you. Because of your pride. Are you listening? And so when your boss is fighting you, perhaps you go on a one-week fast and pray against your boss. And angry and casting curses of, upon your boss. But you don't know that it is God you are fighting. You don't understand the scripture. Yeah. It is God you are fighting. Amen. So when it concerns proud Christians, you can let the devil go on a break. That when you are proud, the devil doesn't have to do anything to you. When you are proud, the devil does not send any demon to you. God himself is fighting you. That makes pride very dangerous. Hallelujah. It makes pride very dangerous. I wouldn't like God to be my enemy. I don't know about you. I would never like God to be my enemy. In the world that we live, there are so many difficulties, so many challenges. And the last person that I want to be my enemy or to fight me is God. Hallelujah. God is the only one who loves me the way that I am, just as I am. 
and I will never want him to be my enemy. Would you want God to be your enemy? Would you like God to fight you? Then humble yourself. Hallelujah. The next point, humble yourself because through that, you will be lifted up to the next level in life. Through humility, you will be lifted up to the next level in life. I don't think there's anyone who has determined to be at the same level all your life, but you never want to go up. But I'm showing you that if you want to go up, if you desire to go to the next level, the way up is humility. Hallelujah. James 4 verse 10, it says, Humble yourselves in the sight of the Lord, and he shall lift you up. He shall lift you up. The next important reason for you to humble yourself is for your promotion. That is why you have to humble yourself. And I don't know anyone who doesn't want to be promoted. I want to be promoted. In whatever that I'm doing, as a pastor, I like to go up. As a a worker in my canal well, I like to go up. You like promotion. You like for increase. You like to you like to go up from whatever step or whatever stage that you are in. You want to go up. Hallelujah. The lifting of the Lord and the exaltation of the Lord are the gifts that you receive for being humble. That is what comes to you when you are humble. Amen. So the scripture is very clear. It says, humble yourself in God's sight and he will lift you up. Say amen. Are you not seeking for increase? Is it not what you want? Are you not seeking for promotion? Are you not seeking to get more? Hallelujah. Is it not what you are working for? Well, I'm showing you a way to get what you need. The way up is humility. Hallelujah. Church, I want you to take these things seriously. You see, because, you see, the things that we share with you, they are the keys to do well in life. They are the keys to do well in life. Don't come to church today and live the same way with your pride. Because the honest thing is that you are working to get up. If you are a student, the reason why you are in school is because you want to go up in life. If you are working and you have a savings account, the reason why you have the savings account is you want to see it grow. Isn't that so? In whatever stage that you are, you want to go up. You would like to be in your boss's position. You would like your boss's salary. You may not like to do the work, that your boss is doing, but you will appreciate his salary. And I'm saying, you may not deserve your boss's position, but something that you do not deserve, God can make you have it. And the key to get you in that stage, to get you to receive what you do not deserve, is humility. Amen. It's humility. Hallelujah. It's humility. It is a beautiful thing in the sight of the Lord to find people who are humble. It is a beautiful thing. Amen. So you have to humble yourself. Humble yourself and be 
like a servant. Humble yourself and become like a child who can be trained and be instructed. Next time we'll go over how you can actually humble yourself. But humble yourself. Hallelujah. If you are seeking for promotion, the key is humility. Amen. You will find yourself rising out of your current situation or your current level into heights that you never even dreamt of. Amen. Heights that you never thought about. Heights that you never would have expected. Humility can get you there. And it is not done by man. It is God himself that lifts you up. Amen. I believe today you heard a prophet saying that give and God will cause men to give unto your bosom. Yes, your boss is the one that will call you and say, today you are promoted to this position. Today I'm giving you an increase. Today I'm doing this for you. I'm doing that for you. But it is God who touches the hearts of your bosses. God is the one who will touch the heart of your professor. God is the one who will touch the heart of the one who is making the selection of those students that they are going to admit in this college. God is the one who causes people to be chosen. And for you, the key to get that choice, the key to be chosen, is through humility. Through humility. God looks for amongst the candidates that have gathered. Which one of them is humble? That is all God looks for. Not the one that qualified. That is why it's called grace. It's because you don't qualify. But humility causes you to be qualified in the sight of God. Is it amongst them that came, which one of them is humble? Let's choose this one and bless this person. Amen. It's such an important virtue. It is such an important virtue. Hallelujah. Humility will keep you in a marriage. It is the only, in fact, it is the only thing that will keep you in a marriage. So this, your behavior, with everything you fight it, everything you challenge it, everything you speak out, everything you, you are resisting and opposing and disagreeing, it will never keep you in a marriage. It will never keep you in a marriage. I'm telling you. It will never keep you. Are you listening? You need humility. Pride is a distraction of every relationship. It's a distraction for which friends decide we are not talking anymore. Pride is the is reason why people decide we are not part of the church anymore. It's pride. Pride is the reason why someone will say, you are not my pastor anymore. It's pride. Nothing else. Only by pride. Only by pride. Cometh contention. Only by pride. Amen. So humble yourself in the sight of the Lord. First Peter 5, 6. It says, humble yourself therefore under the mighty hand of God that he may exalt you in due time. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. God's mighty hand, when it's pushing you down, there is no way that you can go up. There is no way. And I'm telling you, anytime you exhibit any form of pride, take it from me. Anytime you exhibit any form of pride, you see that you are trying to go forward and then you, you come back. I'm telling you, 
I am telling you, take it from me. Anytime you exhibit any form of pride, it is a dangerous thing. It affects children, it affects adults. Whatever you are trying to do, when God detects any pride in you, you see that it sets you back. It sets you back. He fights you. He resists you. He opposes you. He pushes you down. And that is when you come to a stage and say, why me? Why me? The reason is because of your pride. That is why. You are not humble. You are not humble. I'm telling you, pride is a very dangerous thing. Remain a child. Remain a servant of God. Serve God. Be a servant. Remain a child. Be a child in the sight of God. Be a child. There is no stage in life that you will come and you think you are grown and there's nothing else above you. Every stage, there's room for your growth. And if there's a room for your growth, then every stage means you are a child. That still needs to learn. That needs to be instructed. That needs to be taught. Young people, don't let your degrees that you will earn in college and your professors applaud and giving you all these acclamations and all kinds of things and accolades, push things in your head that you set God aside and say that what is this thing about God and church and don't do that. It comes, these things come by pride. When you now don't have any relationship with God and you have spoiled that relationship, it's because of pride and it's because of what you have now. It's because of what you have now. Because I have no doubt in my mind, I have no doubt in my mind, these young people, if they continue to serve God and they serve God faithfully, you are going to be promoted. You are going to do very well. You are going to sit at the high-rise buildings. You are going to have big offices where there are glass windows all around you. And then you, you, you will be amazed to find yourself sitting in certain chairs. You'll be amazed, I'm telling you. I have no doubt in my mind. Because I believe the scriptures. I believe the scriptures. And the scriptures are true. God's word is true. That you will come to a stage that you will not even, because when you look at your parents and where you have come from, because you, then you look at the church and say, this is where I, I attended church. Don't be in a stage where you feel embarrassed now to come to the church. Never. Never be in that stage. The moment you get to that stage, you find God fighting you and resisting you. And he put a pulse on you. You can't go forward. I am telling you. And it's by pride that you now develop contention with God and with his church. By pride. Am I speaking to somebody? God will exalt you. To be exalted, exaltation is to be gloriously lifted up into beauty and shining excellence. In shining excellence. I see some of these young people. You, you mark them and see. You will see them. I see them going to work majestically and then you are walking in the corridors of these big, big, big places 
And then people rise and they stand up when you are coming and they greet you and they greet you and they salute you. Young women in their suits and holding their briefcases and walking to their offices. And you get to your office and you say, is that me? It's you. God will place you in that position. But humble yourself and remain there because he's not done with you. He's not done with you. You will own buildings in the country where you are. You will own buildings. You market. Shabondere Masoka. God will lift you up in an unimaginable situation and in unimaginable ways. But remain humble and serve him. Remain humble and serve him. Though thy beginnings be small, yet you will see a latter end that is greatly increased. The key to get to that position is humility. The key to get to that step is humility. Be humble and God will lift you up. God will promote you. It is a virtue that is attractive to God. He says, you receive more grace, more undeserved favor, more and more. That means wherever you are, he will open up. You will be exalted gloriously, gloriously exalted. You will earn a certain amount of money. That will, that will amaze you. But pay your tithe. Pay your tithe. That is a sign of you acknowledging God. Pay your tithe. If you start making $250,000 a year, still pay your tithe. You see, you think you will never make money like that. You will make money like that. That's when they file your taxes. They said your end of year income was $250,000. And then your accountant, you say, and you took this much for tithe? You say, yes. Put it down. It's my money. Amen. The next one, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord because pride is essentially satanic and demonic. Pride is satanic and demonic. Job chapter 41 verse 1, it says, Canst thou draw out Leviathan with an hook? Leviathan represents Satan. Leviathan is the sea monster. He says, can you draw Leviathan with a hook? Can you draw this sea monster, a very proud creature? The Bible says, can you draw this with a hook? He says, or his tongue with a cord which you let down. Can thou put an hook into his nose? Not Leviathan, not this proud creature. Verse 34, he says, he beholdeth all high things. He beholdeth all high things. And he is a king over all the children of pride. This is the most dangerous thing about pride. And this is the one reason why I pray not to be proud. The Bible says, Satan is a king over all the children of pride. So anytime you feel proud or you are exhibiting any form of pride, Satan has become your king. You are serving Satan directly. 
You are worshiping Satan directly. Amen. So the period of time where you say, I'm not talking to you, never in my life would I talk to you again. You watch. I will never talk to you again. And making all kinds of comments, Satan is ruling you. Satan is ruling you. You are being led by Satan to make all that statement. For what they have done to me, this church, I will never step in the church again. You are being led by Satan. Amen. All proud people have a king, and that king is Satan. Satan is the king of all the children of pride. So you must decide to humble yourself so that Satan will never be your king. Decide that I'm humble. Yes, I know what you did to me, but I'm like a child. I will let it go. You, you refuse for Satan to be your king. Hallelujah. Once you walk in pride, you will live and walk under the rulership of Satan himself. Amen. The Bible says, only by pride cometh contention. Only by pride cometh contention. So when you are in contention with anyone, Satan is ruling you. Isn't that what it means? Yes. So human beings feel very big and great. And there are sometimes no good reason. Today, there are large sections of people who say there's no God. Young people never come to that stage where you say there is no God. Never come to that stage. Never come to that stage. Never be in a stage where your parents are dragging you to the house of God. Know for yourself that there is a living God. And if you serve him, he will promote you. He will lift you up. He will set you on high. Though you came and you met certain people, you will bypass them and go forward. Yes. Because of your relationship with God. Amen. So, the word pride and Satan are virtually synonymous. When we say pride, it is Satan. Do you understand? So, Satan is the originator of pride. When you are exhibiting any form of pride, the spirit of Satan is in you. Hallelujah. He is the source of every evil spirit. That is why God hates pride and opposes anyone in whom he detects this evil called pride. Hallelujah. So Satan is the originator of pride. He is the first person who showed pride in heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. And finally, last point that I want to give you today. Humble yourself in the sight of the Lord because your pride will make you an abomination to God. Your pride will make you an abomination to God. I tell you, pride is a very dangerous thing. I'm telling you, it's a very dangerous thing. Proverbs 16 verse 5, it says, Everyone that is proud in heart is an abomination to the Lord. Though hand join in hand, he shall not be unpunished. That means verily or by all means, you will never go unpunished. But it says, everyone that is proud in heart is an abomination to the Lord. You understand what is an abomination? 
abomination is a thing that causes disgust or hatred. So when you are proud, when there's pride in you, God does, God, you are becoming a disgusting thing in the sight of God. You become an enemy. Do you love your enemies? What do you do to your enemies? You fight them. Amen. So God does not only resist the proud, but the proud are an abomination to him. That is what the scripture means. It means that God is outraged at proud people. He loathes stubborn people. So it's not a good thing for God to detest and dislike you. And I would suggest that you turn away from everything that is associated with pride so that God will not be filled with revulsion when he thinks of you. Never let God feel repulsive when he thinks of you. When God sees pride in you, it reminds him of Satan. I'm telling you, when God detects pride in you, it reminds him of Satan. It reminds him of the rebellion that happened in heaven. And that is why the moment God sees pride, he starts fighting you. You, are, you, you remind him of Satan. Amen. You become repulsive. You become disgusting. Hallelujah. That is why it causes him to resist and to oppose you in every sphere of your life. In every area of your life. Whatever you are doing, you will see that because of pride, it comes to a halt. It comes to a stop. You can't move forward. Because there's a strong hand that is opposing you. Humble yourself in the sight of God. I don't think there's a single person here who would like God to oppose him or oppose her. Amen. Humble yourself. You see, because there are certain things in life, eh, I tell you. No matter what you do, no matter who you are, no matter how hard you work, you can never get them. There are certain things in life only God can give you. Only God can give you. I'm telling you. There are certain things in life that you cannot have no matter what you do. You can't do it by yourself. You cannot, you cannot guarantee yourself a single minute or hour. You can't do it for yourself. You can't add one extra day to your life. You cannot guarantee health for yourself. It doesn't matter how well you live your life. There are certain things that only God gives. Amen. Second Corinthians, second, second Timothy chapter 1 and verse 7. Second Timothy chapter 1 and verse 7. What does it say? It says, look at that. Look at the scripture. It says, for God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love. And of a sound mind. Are you listening? Eric, do you see the scripture? It says, God has not given us the spirit of fear. That means if you have the spirit of fear, you are always afraid. Something is going to happen. You, are, you have anxiety and this and that. That is not from God. That is the spirit that comes from the devil. Okay? 
But he says, this is what God has given. He has given us power. He has given us love. And he has given us sound mind. Amen. You cannot have power unless God gives you power. You cannot have love except that God gives love. Love comes from God. Because God is love. You can marry, select the best of the women. You can never have love. Except that God gives you love. Are you listening? You can never have love. There is something called sound mind. Yesterday I was having a conversation with my son. I think it was Friday. And he was asking me about happiness. What is happiness? And what makes a person happy? And you know, money cannot make you happy. Money cannot buy you happiness. You cannot buy sound mind. You can't buy it. No matter what degree you have, no matter what your salary is, no matter where you move to, no matter where you live, no matter how, how hard you work, sound mind, it is only given by God. You cannot earn sound mind. You cannot buy sound mind. God gives sound mind. And without sound mind, you can never be happy. You can have millions. You can earn so much. But without God giving you sound mind, you will never be happy. There are many people who are very rich, very prosperous. I don't even know if I should call it prosperous. But wealthy. But they can't have sound mind. You see millionaires come to doctors and they need medicine to calm themselves down. And you give them one medicine and it works for some time and then they come back and then you increase it and then they come back and then you add another one. Oh, I'm telling you, if you are one of the nurses or one of the doctors, you see someone on three, four, five types of anxiety medicine because no doctor can give you sound mind. No one. With all your money. That is why you need God on your side. It is not only to have a good job and degree and to have money, houses, and nice cars. You need a sound mind. And the Bible says, God gives sound mind. This is all time would allow us to share. Put your hands together and rise to your feet as we bring the service to a close. Lift up your hands with me and let's pray for just a moment. Lord, we have shown pride. We have been proud in your sight. Oh God, Forgive us and take us back, oh God. We repent from our sins. And Lord, we pray for all the contentions that we have experienced in this life. We did not know that Satan was orchestrating all the contentions. 
this afternoon, Lord, we let go, we set aside every form of pride that is in us. And we choose to be humble. We choose to have the spirit of a child. We choose to have the spirit of a servant. We choose to humble ourselves in your sight that we receive favor, grace, and uplifting and exaltation from you, O Jehovah. We thank you. We bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, with all eyes closed and every head bow, if you are here this afternoon, you are saying, Pastor, pray with me. I want to give my life to Christ. I want to receive Jesus as my Savior. If that is your prayer, pray with you. Lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. Is there anyone here like that? You want to receive Jesus as your Lord and as your Master and as your Savior. Lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. You want to be born again. You want to give your life to Christ. Lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. Father, we are grateful and thankful. Is there anyone here? If you are on Zoom, you want to receive Jesus as your Savior, just give us a hand with a reaction sign with your hand and he'll pray with you as well. And I want the church to join me and everyone say this after me and say, Lord Jesus, thank you for dying for me. This afternoon, I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me of my sins. Please wash me with your blood. I accept you as my Lord, as my master, as my savior. Please write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me today. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. We believe you have been blessed with this powerful message. Come worship with us at the Kodesh Family Church located at 1810 Randall Avenue, Bronx, New York at 2 p.m. every Sunday. God bless you.